episode of Calm, Cool, and Connected is brought to you by Bridgeside Medical Clinic, Chesapeake Integrated Behavioral Healthcare, and Edgar Casey's ARE. Hello and welcome to Calm, Cool, and Connected. I'm your host, Dr. Elizabeth Bedrick. A personality trait, a trauma response, maybe overcompensation for insecurities, What exactly is perfectionism and why do so many of us struggle with this issue? If you're in the same boat I am, then you know the toll that perfectionism takes. It is truly exhausting trying to live up to these perfectionistic tendencies and expectations day to day. This is where our next guest, Cynthia Alvarez, comes in. She's a mental health therapist and she's here to help us to understand what exactly is perfectionism, how does it develop, and how can we get it to go away? Hi, Cynthia. Welcome. Hi. Thanks for having me. So tell us, let's start first with like your work in this field. Tell us a little bit about yourself, what you do day to day and how perfectionism comes up in the work that you do. Sure. So I'm a therapist at Evolve Counseling and Behavioral Health Services in the Phoenix area. So I've been in the behavioral health field for about 10 years now. I work with both adults and children. I mostly specialize in trauma. I do a lot of anxiety work as well, but I I also do a lot of work around perfectionism and, and it's not, you know, it's pretty pervasive, not, not just specific to people that struggle with trauma or anxiety. But also so closely tied in, so tightly correlated with trauma and anxiety, usually these perfectionist, perfectionistic tendencies maybe an overcompensation or how exactly from your experience do these tendencies develop? So, so perfectionism is experienced as, as an internal pressure. So someone's telling themselves, you know, that they have to have, they have to meet this particular expectation or, or sometimes even be better than another person. But it doesn't actually start from like this internal place. Somewhere along the way, we get messages from people about perfectionism. Uh, sometimes it can be our parents. It, it could be, you know, that they have big expectations for us. It could be cultural. It could be societal. Um, social media is a big yes. one. It, you know, it just takes one experience or, or several for someone to recognize that, you know, if if I'm perfect, something good's going to come from it. And so... you know, over time, this becomes internalized, but initially it does start as as, as an external thing. Yeah. And as you were saying, whether it's these covert messages sent in our upbringing of we have to act a certain way, we have to achieve certain things in order to get our parents' attention, to get their recognition, their esteem. And so then as humans, we adapt accordingly and we try to do what we have to do to get our needs met in that way. But then how does it interfere? How, what toll does it start to take, especially, you know, in teen years or adult years when that becomes a primary focus for someone? Perfectionism is exhausting. (laughs) That's, that's one of the biggest tolls is that it is exhausting. It's like mental gymnastics. So that, that doesn't, that's very hard to live with day to day. There's also other risks. You know, there's, there's this risk that someone's going to be a little bit more, more rigid and they're going to kind of see the world through this closed off lens. They're they're less flexible and, and therefore even a little bit less creative or maybe less willing mm-hmm. to take risks in life because they're so focused on what they can do versus what they could possibly do. You know, it, it also takes a toll on self-esteem. Yes. A lot of times, you know, 
if we aren't perfect and the expectation is to be perfect, then that can actually start to feed into how someone sees themselves. And that that's when we can start to see other symptoms as well. Anxiety, depression, there's a relationship between perfectionism and things like eating disorders, self-harm. Mm. So this this can definitely go a long way if if we aren't if we aren't able to to kind of keep it in check. And what about even people pleasing tendencies? How is that correlated with perfectionism? They are very similar. You know, people pleasing is is about meeting the expectations of of others. And and that yeah. doesn't it doesn't always have to mean being perfect. It just means being enough, you know, in big air quotes, whatever sure. that means for the other person. Um Perfectionism is is more focused on this belief, this irrational belief that things need to be perfect or that, you know, me, myself, I need to be perfect or beautiful or exact. So they're closely related. They're they're very much tied to self-worth. But perfectionism is more about the end goal. Okay, so perfectionism being more internal, people pleasing being more about the external expectations. Mm -hmm. Tell us a little bit about so you mentioned social media earlier, and we all know from, you know, a a logical common sense perspective, how social media can influence perfectionism. But tell us a little bit more about that. How are you seeing that show up for your clients? I see it show up a lot, both with young kids, teens, even adults. You know, I think we, like you said, logically, we are all aware that social media can be a little bit of a front or you're just seeing people's best selves. Yes. But that's not always the case when we when we experience social media from like an emotional standpoint. There's a part of us that sees social media and and uh, we don't tap into that logical part of us that says, "Well, that's a wonderful picture of that person, but you know, there might be another, you know, 10, 50 others <laughs> that sure, are so what, perfect." What happened before the picture, right? Like how was their day going leading up to it? Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So I think, yes, from a logical standpoint, we can all sit here and say that. But unfortunately, once someone's actually scrolling through social media, that kind of logical part of our brain, we're, we're not tapping into it so much. And so I do have to talk to people a lot about, do you have that awareness of how social media is affecting you? You know, yeah. are you paying attention to what's happening within yourself when you're looking at pictures of other people, trips that everyone's taking? Yes. And and then we also sometimes talk about, it, would it make sense to limit that exposure? Do you need to cut back on social media a little bit? Do you need to find different types of, of people or things to follow? So a lot of times we do have to ad- adapt those things because social media um, does does have its, you know, harms. Yes. Yeah. And those are great tips, whether it's spending less time or maybe it's muting or unfollowing. Those are great ideas. What are some pieces of... Uh, advice, guidance that you give for when clients come in and you start to recognize these perfectionistic tendencies and the toll that they're taking, where do you start and what do you do with these clients? So firstly, I, I always remind people that that they are not alone. There are many, many people that struggle with perfectionism and you know sometimes it's just not talked about. So I, I definitely make a point to to let everyone know that you're not the only one experiencing this. The other thing that I like to talk about is is the power of and. This idea that we can do great things and also make mistakes. We can be successful and also imperfect. And so we we work on being able to have that flexible thinking 
so that it, it feels a little bit more safe and comfortable and okay to make mistakes. And, and therefore, you know, we can start to kind of chip away at, at some of those symptoms as well as start to increase that willingness to try new things and, you know, be imperfect sometimes. Yes, I love that. We can be imperfect and still be worthy and still be lovable and still be acceptable. I love that. And you're right with the risk-taking part. If somebody is so worried about failure, that's certainly going going to impede upon that area of their life. Is there anything specific that you do with people when risk-taking is the concern or lack lack thereof with risk-taking? So, you know, I I talk to people about appropriate risk-taking, safe risk-taking, obviously. And a lot of people are not willing to take risks because they'd rather take the the perfectionistic route sure. than to, you know, take the risk and maybe try something new in life, go for that job, you know, whatever whatever appropriate and safe risk is out there for you, the 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 more you can lean away from perfectionism, the more you can lean into some of those kinds of risks. Okay, wonderful. Thank you so much. Where can our listeners find more information about you, where, where are you located, social media, website? Yeah. So you can find more information uh, about me and therapy services that I provide on my website at evolvecounselingaz.com. It's an amazing group practice out in the Gilbert area. And then you can also find me on Instagram at Cynthia Alvarez Therapy. Perfect. Thank you so much, Cynthia. And thank you all for tuning into this episode of Calm, Cool, and Connected. Please make sure to find us on Facebook and Instagram, and also make sure to rate and subscribe to our podcast so that other people can find our content as well. Thank you again.